0: you are a form of any kind, even a thought, unfortunately it's all gonna change.
1: Welcome back to the DMT World Podcast. In today's episode, we get the chance to speak with an inspiring individual named Tyson. Tyson is the founder of Psilocybin Tribesman, uh, the website, IG account, and podcast. Psilocybin Tribesmen started as a way of newcomers to the craft of cultivating fungus to be able to find reliable and trustworthy vendors, but has since blossomed into community of mycoholics within the Instagram platform and beyond as well. Tyson has been doing weekly podcasts on Instagram Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and has interviewed some of the Myco community's most prominent vendors, cultivators, and content creators. Listen as Tyson shares his humble beginnings, uh, how Psilocybin Tribesman as an idea came about, and how the podcast and website got started, as well as his experiences and lessons with psychedelics. It was nice to finally sit down and speak with Tyson after hearing about his endeavors as well as his podcast. Shout out to Silly Michael for pointing us in each other's direction. Please feel free to drop on in to the PTM website at psilocybintribesmen.com and on Instagram at tribesmen. And make sure to show him and the tribe some love. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you being here. And above all, keep spreading the love.
0: If you are busy thinking you are somebody going something that's going to amount
1: to something is not suffering.
0: The cause of suffering is the clinging mind. And you are clinging to something. Center.
1: So, Mr. Tyson, thank you for taking time out of your day and joining us here on the DMT World podcast. Glad to have you, man.
0: Thanks for inviting me, man. I'm super excited to be
1: here. Yeah, you know, I've been—I um, <clears throat> was introduced to your um, the podcast, the live broadcast you do on Instagram through um, a community member's name is Silly Michael. So, shout out to Silly Michael if you're listening out there, man. And um, I got to admit, man, you know, I started looking into the whole movement and everything you're doing over there. And um, I'm impressed, man. And I'm I'm really it's inspiring, you know, to see people, uh, you know, on, on across different platforms and just um, different areas, uh, you know, banding together or doing their own thing, organizations or individuals such as yourself, which kind of includes multiple other um, entities as well. But um, I'm really fan of everything you guys are doing over there, man. Thank
0: you. I, I appreciate the kind words and um, just just being recognized by you know individuals, but like yourself, and and having that feedback come to me because because I'm not monetized and I'm not making money off of it. I'm here to to make a difference, and um, and so that's that's my payment. That's how I uh, that's how I receive you know love and inspiration to keep pushing forward. So thank you.
1: Yeah exactly man I mean we're in the same boat here at DMT world you know this is uh we do this uh, because we believe in it you know um and it's something that we love to do you know I love sitting down and having conversations and learning about people uh, learning about movements and different organizations it's uh it's it's a really cool time to be around in this um in this community you know in this global community because there's so many good people doing so many good things out there man
0: hmm. No, I, uh, I fully agree. And so <clears throat> I sort of started Soul-Sype and Tribesman because I was I was interested interested in cultivating, right? I was uh, getting into it. And that sort of spawned from uh, trying to put myself through recovery off of alcohol. I was using alcohol sort of as a crutch to, you know, turn off my feelings because I couldn't manage them. And so I started down that path and I got about six months sober and I was making gains and headway and it just felt like I was hitting a wall and I couldn't break through it. No matter, you know, the therapy, the recovery groups, um, just the whole bit. And, um, I heard that magic mushrooms were, uh, you know, we're, you know, sort of a a hijacking of of that system. And uh, so I started taking, you know, monthly macro doses um, and they were going great. And then I ran into issues with uh, getting my hands on them. And so I was like, well, you know, I knew a guy who grew them in his closet. It can't be that hard. And so I, um, I started, um, you know, acquiring stuff and making purchases. And then I came across a company. And they took me for like a 100 bucks mm-hmm. on 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 grain bags or something like that. And uh, at that time, that was like a big financial blow for me. And it, it hurt. And I'm still pissed. I still get uh, like emails from that, that company. Um, and every time I fire back my opinion of them. But uh, but I felt like so disheartened by that, you know, like that, you know, because at the time I was um, involved in the Instagram community, you know, sort of from my personal profile, but but interacting with, um, you know, open cultivators and asking questions and that. And so I felt like, you know, the whole spirit of the mushroom was in this community and then this, you know, one company, you know, tarnished it. Right. And then. And so I, I kept progressing and, um, and and cultivating myself. And you know, somewhere along the line, um, there was a hiccup, and I had to sort of stop everything, uh, get rid of it. And um, and so when that happened, I had to you know repurpose myself because I could no longer cultivate because it was putting myself at risk. <laughs> And so what I wanted to do was embody what this community was all about, right? And to sort of create a brand or recognition for, you know, reputable ethical mycology businesses that weren't gonna rip you off. And that the product that showed up on your doorstep was as promised. And if it wasn't, they were gonna make it right. And it took me, you know, this was, it all started sort of during COVID, and it took me you know probably two and a half months to build my website i have i have no designing experience with uh when it comes to that and so it took me a while to get to uh where it was i reached out to a bunch of people ended up uh locking in four people to sort of launch with uh which were uh magic Myco, fungi academy shroom supply and mushrooms.com and so once i had those uh sort of ready to go i sort of just projected myself out into into instagram and there was a lot of interest and a lot of hesitation at first because um a lot of people were worried that i was just collecting resources for the authorities to sort of watch and uh and you know i hadn't hadn't thought about it right up until launch day that you know perhaps that's what i was doing but i mean it's that doesn't seem to be the case right so yeah. it's been i think 10 9 or 10 months now and no hiccups no anything but um, but it just seemed right to to put a name to it because the the culture already exists, you know that that sort of loving spirit amongst um, the people who who sort of expose themselves on social media was there, and I just wanted to to highlight it. And on top of that, to sort of like spin back to my recovery when I was going through. Um, you know, just healing myself from, from that dependency, there weren't any resources on how to sort of navigate that field, right. Where, you know, I was sort of in this um, limbo kind of. um, and, And so I, I wanted to, Provide a resource for people who were struggling with um, their mental health, like I had, and also people who were new to to sort of using psilocybin as a therapy to to allow them confidence to experiment with it at home, right? Rather than relying on, uh, say, a guide or a shaman that yeah. that they could sort of just take that. And go into themselves with confidence that everything was going to be all right, no matter what happened. And so that that's been our platform is is um, you know we're a, a collection of uh, ethical mycologists that are you know that's dedicated to to you know furthering our community and growing it, and on top of that, helping those uh, who need it
1: first of all man those vendors are solid vendors um i bet you anybody listening to this right now including myself i've purchased from each one of those 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 four vendors well actually the fungi academy not so much i'm i'm, I'm, I'm familiar with them but um
0: mm-hmm.
1: the other three magic michael i mean uh, he's he's good dude mushroom.com um what's the guy's name hawk or um yes. yeah, he used to be hawk called right? yeah exactly right he's uh he was he's on the shmi and all that stuff as well and then Shrimp Supply, I mean, they've they've been there from the get, and they support a lot of people in, in this community, too. They're really good vendors. Um, it's unfortunate, too, because, you know, you see it happen a lot. You see a lot of people get into this industry or into this craft, and, um, you know, they'll reach out to somebody. And I think the – I mean, you're doing exactly the right thing because the antidote to that is community, you know, word of mouth. Hey, you know, this person is verified by somebody that you can trust or somebody that you know. Um, I think that's a good, uh, a good thing you're doing there, man. Um, So what, how did the, um, so a big thing with the fungus and and this community also is mental health. You know, a lot of us come in, especially people that are a little bit newer to this, like myself, you know, I've only, I've only started in this craft or in this uh, community about five years ago, you know, and even then that's what brought me here was um, being able to fix myself, you know. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how the fungus helped you, um, in, in that mental health aspect?
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I talk about mental health, um, a lot. I still struggle with it, right? Like, um, for whatever reason, my depression is extremely resistant to everything. I mean, I can't seem to get, get rid of it, but I can keep it at bay. And um, so getting into how I used it in regards to like my recovery and my mental health, it was sort of like this all seeing eye that I could tap into for a moment. And I would have these sort of questions or these these blocks or, you know, just unable to answer myself and I would step into um, that realm and it would provide me with not necessarily the exact answer I wanted or I was after but the one that would either give me the answer I needed or it would show me how to find it myself and when it did it all seemed so very simple right like the the question it answered seemed like the like what I was looking for was always right in front of my face. Okay. And afterwards it was like this epiphany where it was like, Oh, you know, it just, all I have to do is that. And, and it, uh, it was just, you know, every time it was like this weight off my back, weight off my back. And so I could I could move forward and then sort of making those corrective changes in my behavior and my perspective and my outlook was, you know, able to sort of sidetrack a little bit and, and fix some small things along the way. So I got big answers, but there are also like small little changes that were involved. And so I was able to sort of navigate myself onto the path that I wanted to be on. And instead of like this you know, ignorance, uh, had my blinders on, um, I am what I am, and, and you know, everybody else is wrong, and I'm right, and um, and so it was really instrumental in opening my mind and my heart to to sort of what was really going on within myself and my rela- relationships with other people.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel you on that, man. <clears throat> For me, it's, it's kind of just like, being, uh, telling it like it is, you know, no matter how much I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and, 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 you know, uh, to be honest with you, you know, I, I'm in that same boat kind of where, you know, I've been, um, I've been doing this, I've been doing the macro dosing for a little over two years. Um, but then I'm getting to this point where I kind of feel like I continue to run, like, almost like I'm starting to use it as a band aid type thing. Like it's not a permanent fix. It's really not. Um, mm-hmm. well, at least not for me, um, you know, I have these experiences, I have these change in perspective, but then day, daily things just kind of start clouding up those uh, fogging up those lenses, you know, and then I get that call to go back in and I go back in but I get to the point to where it's like, you know, what else can I do, um, you know, as much as I love the fungus as much as I love psychedelics in general, you know, it's, um, it kind of reminds me of, um. And it is medicine for a lot of people, but it reminds me of that, you know that. Like I'm, I'm still not in the clear, nor will, nor, nor do I feel like I'll ever, ever will be. Um, but have you ever looked into doing anything else, or have you started doing anything else um, to kind of help yourself um, besides uh, psychedelics? I mean, any kind of meditation or any other alternative forms of healing.
0: Sure. Yeah. I um, through through sort of quarantine with uh with 2020 and all that i spent a lot of time meditating uh my anxiety um depression everything was just sort of redlining and um and so i you know i, I dove headfirst into that i i really should make it more of a discipline to do it reg- more regularly um i um the place I was living in, the apartment I was sort of you know, stuck in this financial lock with um, had crazy black mold in it. And um, being in quarantine, you know, I couldn't really yeah. get away from it. And then I couldn't improve my financial situation to, to remove it. And so that started to like heavily affect me physically and, and ultimately, you know, my, my mental health as well and so i was sort of um just suffering Uh, there's there's really no other way to put it and i found uh, a combo or somebody somebody had mentioned it to me and i felt extremely inclined to do that and uh so in september of 2020 i went through uh three back-to-back um sessions of, um of, of combo treatment and, and that helped me immensely with um with my anxiety um and, and my physicality in general it was uh it was you know very life-changing and uh, unfortunately i had to go back into that environment until uh December 1st and then i was able to to uh to move out of there. But um so I, I feel like a bit of what I was going through came back. But I mean combo in general is is uh definitely um I mean I would recommend it to a, a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. It uh it the the frog okay. and, and during that experience um has a consciousness. Now, it's not necessarily a psychedelic per se, but when that medicine is working through you, you can tell. I mean, if you're sort of empathetic and sensitive to that, you, you will be able to to feel it doing its work throughout you. And, and I, uh, I wrote a blog post that's up on my website that describes it in more detail, but it sort of felt like the, you know, the spirit of the frog was just traveling through my being and putting keys in all these locks that were, were in my, my physical self and just sort of freeing those. And um, uh, your body holds a lot of trauma. I mean, you know, mental, physical, emotional, and, and, um, and sort of whatever you've experienced through your, your life. And it felt like, it was just sort of freeing me from, from those binds and those chains.
1: So what is a combo exactly for people that don't know um, what it is?
0: Okay. So, so combo is, um, a Amazonian tree frog that, uh, secretes, um, a venom as, as a self-defense mechanism. So it's, it's, um, it's sampled or removed from the frog's hind legs, and then it's introduced into your um, your, um, your system by by burning a small port in your skin, and then um, then the venom is uh, or the peptides is applied to that port, and it is it is pretty instantaneously felt. I mean, within <coughs> seconds, you know, you know something is going on.
1: Now I have, I have looked into that a little bit, but uh, what does it feel like? Is it like a painful thing or what, I mean, what, what was it like for you?
0: So, so the purpose of combo is to purge. Right. And so it, it's it looks for the quickest um, escape route or exit for for whatever you're ailing, and that's you know physical. You know whatever energy you're holding on to will will eject itself through um, through your mouth um, and possibly you know um, through excrement as well. And it feels like the flu. Like one second you're okay, and then and then two minutes later um it's it's like a, a bad case of the flu
1: <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> i think i might wait for that one
0: <laughs> yeah. and, so, and so to <laughs> drop fire into introducing um combo into your system you have to chug uh two liters of water right and that that you know just I don't know if you've ever drank two liters yeah. of water. That in yeah. itself is, is nauseating for yeah.
1: sure. <laughs> Especially when one sitting. I usually drink like about a gallon of water a day. It's just something I do because uh I've worked outside. It's just a big a big thing. But yeah, if you sit and one, yeah. That, <laughs> I can I can only imagine, man. That's pretty uh that's pretty wild, man. I, I have seen people do another one was uh the hoppy, the the tobacco you ever seen anybody you ever tried that yourself
0: no i am interested yeah um yeah for sure
1: there's something weird about it, man like um uh when i was doing a, a lot of breath work uh classes out here well, during before the covid and all this stuff um they were offering the the hoppy and um basically what it is it's a tobacco or a mixture of tobaccos or and um they all have different types of uh feelings to them you know some of them are just complete pain like (laughs) like punishment (laughs) i mean and and what they do is they shoot it up your nostril with this little tool Mm -hmm. and um i did it a few times and was like uh, look man i've been in a lot of pain before too and and this thing just kind of takes me somewhere else you know and it just i I could see why people do it man i really can um i i i i wouldn't compare it to the combo i mean i don't i don't know i've never um I've never tried it, but you know, when I think about it, you know, it, it reminds me of the hobby because it's, it's kind of along the same lines of uh, letting go of stuff. <laughs> 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 um, so let me ask you, man, this uh, for, for the website that you have there. Um, so you, you're pretty much, you have like vendors, uh, people within the community, different communities is there any kind of like a process or anything like that for vendors uh, to, to be added or to be part of the community there?
0: Sure. Yeah. So, so part of it is, is, you know, a lot, a big part is, is reputation, right? And so mm-hmm. in order to sort of, um, to get uh, uh, in, invited in, um, you need to sort of prove yourself as respectable and reliable. Um, so, unfortunately, for brand new companies that are looking to sort of get their name out there, it, uh, it is good to to hit me up and and get on my radar so I can watch and see you know the interactions in that. Um, a lot of it, yeah, is, is a reputation and uh, reviews, what your customers say about you. Uh, a big, you know, uh, another big part of it is that I need, uh, I'm building a, a brand based on reputation. And so in order to, um, to keep that intact, uh, I require that, you know, if there's any complaints while well, being part of the tribe, uh, or public complaints, uh, that I act as a, a third party, and that's mm-hmm. that's just to step in and to be a, a neutral, you know, member involved and to look at um, the communication between both and to see that you know that um, that everybody's sort of getting taken care of, right? So yeah. I'm here to ultimately protect the consumer or the customer, and so if um if i if need be i can um i can act as a mediator and try and come to a conclusion where you know everybody's satisfied
1: that's pretty cool man i i i could definitely um I could definitely appreciate that. You know, um, like I said earlier, there's a lot of, um, a lot of instances where people get into this and and end up getting, and you know, a lot of times you see it in in new vendors and a lot of people that are kind of looking to make that quick buck, you know, there's not too many people who have professionalism, you know, I mean, even, even like in in what we do, you know, um, I'm not the most professional person. Anybody listening knows that, but you know, I'm on time, you know, um, if I tell you, I'm going to do something, I do it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and there's always open communication, you know, I mean, I myself have, have been, I've um, had uh, an issue with the vendor in, in like when I first started and um, it's rough, man. I mean, some people, um, what is it called? Like drop shipping where they don't actually have the, 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 the resource um, or the material um, and, and they, they're the ones ordering it, you know, like in bulk and stuff like that. Like that's, it's horrible, man. I've seen it. You know, I've seen guys sending pictures of them out on vacation, (laughs) you know, while you're sitting there waiting, like, what are we doing, man? (laughs) You know, like that's just so unprofessional, man. And it happens often in this industry, man. Um, So it's definitely something that, you know, is needed. And and, um, I'm sure it's going to do great. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, from starting with four vendors, I think we're up in, over 30 at this point and I stand behind all of them, right? I've literally, you know, never received a complaint up until uh, the other day. And um, I I reviewed it and um, it ended up being in favor of the vendor. Um, The customer ended up, you know, acting very um, unruly and, you know, just uh, issuing threats and that to uh to the vendor and and so that you know that's that's not going to win you favors with with anybody and uh especially me i mean we're all here to sort of um be loving and cordial and and um and communicate with each other but as far as that goes if, if that's the card you want to play then uh i got no space to communicate with
1: you so yeah it goes both ways huh? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, <clears throat> I'm new to the, to the whole IG, uh, community. I really mm-hmm. am. I, to be honest with you, this was the main reason that I opened the account was to sit down <laughs> and speak with wow. you and check out your whole thing and just mm-hmm. feel out the, the community out there, man. And to be honest, you know, I, I've been pretty surprised. I mean, I'm not so surprised to be honest, just because, you know, in general, the micro community is a great community, man. And, and a lot of people know a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm uh magic michael i mean i i've spoken to him on many occasions uh he he'll be on on here too um good dude lots of good people lots of good vendors and community members um it's just sometimes like you know i come from uh, i've never really been like on facebook or anything like that either um and, and on dmtworld.net so it's a little bit of a different set right uh, or, uh setting because um it is a, a it is a community that's ran by a handful of people you know it's not corporations or anything like that but one thing that i did notice is sometimes it can be like the wild west (laughs) on ig you know you're like damn these motherfuckers are getting down over here (laughs) like i don't know about that man but you know i can see why it's kind of like um like being in that big city, you know, and having that community center where everybody there is cool and everybody there knows each other. You know, that's kind of what I equate, you know, the the psilocybin tribesmen, the whole tribe, you know, the whole aspect there. I mean, it's, you know, as long as you're cool and I'm cool, you know, we're all cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's great.
0: Yeah, and I think um, in any community, you're going to get like the you know the mudslingers and that, and the haters, right? Like they're just—it's unavoidable. And um, you know, I've been—I've been on uh, DMT world for you know I've I've poked around a bit, and I haven't posted anything or necessarily introduced myself to the community. But what I've seen while I was on there was uh, amazing, right? It just seems. Like it uh, encompasses a lot of the the best features from uh, some of the social the bigger social media networks, and but it's filled with, um, you know, just like-minded individuals, and in that we're all sort of there for the the same reason. So um, you know, shout out to it, the creators of DMT World and yourself, man. Oh, you definitely,
1: doing a great job. So. Appreciate that, man. It, it is a it is a great place. Um, <clears throat> I just, uh, for me, uh, you know, you kind of get to the point in this, in this journey where you have all this information or you have this experience, or maybe you even have questions, you know, and the communities like this are needed, you know, um, just to be able to, to, to be relied on, or, or, you know, somebody you can depend on, um, you know, because <laughs> there's people that will take you out there, you know, it's, it, it happens all the time, man, you know, and, uh, if, uh, the The difference between you know these big platforms and small communities, even just like the tribe that you're uh, building, is that there's actual meaning there. There's some kind of value. Uh, somebody deems it worthy for their of their time. You know, and like you said, you know, a lot of us that are starting these um, communities or movements, a lot of us are grassroots. You know, everything is done out of our own time and our own dime, and it's it's purely out of the the love for the community.
0: Mm-hmm. And so I'll just, I want to put this out there. Um, my blog is open for people to share their stories. So it's sort of just like a, a written, um, you know, a collection, which is why I started it. Now I've had, i put this out there a number of times um, and people interested in, in submitting articles, but it sort of always falls out. So... Anybody in the DMT world's uh, network, if you would like to share your story, if you'd like, you know, if um, you want to to put it out there, if, if that's going to offer you catharsis or, or therapy or even, you know, just um, to, to share your story just for sharing it um, by all means. Send me an email, uh, hit me up on Instagram, and I, I would love to put it up there for you um, and, uh, and help people. Just it 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 will undeniably help people because the feedback I've gotten from my my written uh, blog posts um, has been you know sort of in, insurmountable. Like it's made it's made changes in people's lives and you know, very similarly with, with the podcast and having guests, right. And it also allows you to uh, retain your anonymity and, and um, you don't have to expose who you, you are, you know, real, real life. And, um, and so that's, that's open and out there for, for anyone who wants to submit it. And I, you know, absolutely will keep your identity a secret.
1: Yeah, definitely check that out if you're, um, you're interested. There, and anonymity is a huge thing when it comes to this. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, uh, I know a lot of the your interviews you do. Most of the guests have uh, like a face mask, and and it's not it's not because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, I mean, it's the same thing here. You know, <clears throat> most of the times we're doing just audio only. You know, because of that, and people like us are a little bit in, in a different position, right? I mean. I myself, I mean, I've got nothing to hide. I'm not a big cultivator or anything like that. You know, I'm out in the open. So, you know, I know better. You know, I, I just spread the spores around me enough to where they, everything's yeah. just a handful, a hand yeah. re- I reach uh, away, you know, but, um, So how, how has this whole journey uh, since, since getting this started and, and, you know, having this, this idea and putting it to fruition, how has it affected you? Like, what is, what are the benefits or there been any pitfalls or any obstacles that you've had to overcome? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah and and a lot of it sort of just resides within me and sort of my my mental health issues um i'd be lying if i uh said i didn't want to like quit six times a week and just like gorilla smash my laptop and fucking throw it in the garbage <laughs> uh, it, it there it's frustrating and rewarding and satisfying and exciting and just the whole range of emotions and the thing that always pulls me back is is the reason why i started it because those messages still come in from people who you know say you know this helped me or you know i appreciate what you're doing and that and so i get those reminders of why i started it quite frequently and so even throughout all the my own frustrations and And everything else there's always that sort of like um return to homeostasis that either the universe throws at me through through community members or there's like a burst in morale within me or you know it just sort of always manages to to sort of just the pendulum swings back and forth and um and right when I, I think it's all the way to one way, it'll it'll bring itself back the other direction, and uh, and that in itself has sort of been um, uh, a good lesson for me in life is that, you know that these moments and emotions and feelings and you know frustrations aren't necessarily going to last forever, and when they end, they they end up going
1: far to the other side yeah man i i think that's one of the biggest motivators is getting a message from somebody saying hey man appreciate it or you know hey i like that one or you know sending your message or just thanking you for something i i know for me i really appreciate that a lot you know and i've spoken to people that who um are are, do the same kind of uh, stuff or content creators or you know run podcasts or do videos you know like a lot of the Cultivators on youtube and so forth and um you know they they've they've ran through this you know they've had a year year and a half two years where they're just plugging away plugging away and um same thing you know it always goes back to to that you know the the reason you're doing it you know the the whole reason you know you had that idea you know where it came from um it always comes back man um you know I, i wrestle with it myself you know um But but I always come back to it, too, you know, whether it's through uh, a a psilocybin trip or whether it's through a message, you know, and it's always it's that's really rewarding. I I mean, I appreciate the hell out of it. You know, I really do. And I let people know, man, it's it's great to um, see that all the work, you know, that you do and and that you put out there is, um, you know, reaching somebody or somebody Mm -hmm. something out there, you know.
0: Yeah, and uh, the podcast actually happened by accident. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, So, um, so in the beginning stages of, of Instagram, I, I sort of did uh, an interview uh, to talk about um, what I wanted to do with the tribe, where we're going, what we represented, and then you know, I was uh, I'm very introverted, so stuff like this is difficult for me, and that interview leveled me for like three days i was like in a ball afraid of the world i didn't want to look at look at the account or anything yeah. and um we were looking up how to like expand your instagram and uh, my girlfriend's like well we need a human element and so we we're trying to figure out how to do that and i was like well why don't i just like you know talk shit with people from the community on on saturday mornings And so it just sort of it started once and then twice and like it was very difficult for me to get in front of the camera uh, again and then again and again. And it was all very, very difficult. And I felt, um, you know, nervous and anxious and and just like real uptight about it. And now uh, it's sort of like the backbone of how, you know, I want to present everything to, to the public, because it offers me, you know, such freedom to, you know, invite guests from different walks of life to talk about like an array of topics that, um, that can help or educate and inform uh, a lot of people who are interested, not, you know, not even just, um, people who are brand new to it, but, you know, um, you know members of the community who may have only you know spent a lot of time with mushrooms and and um, and so i can invite people that are you know combo practitioners or, or uh, bufo practitioners and talk about um you know ketamine as a depression therapy and um, you know a number of different topics and uh, a lot of my guests including yourself are, are are vets and um i think you know um from from an outside perspective that that veterans are very inclined um to get into the mycology community just because of you know that you know reputation that it has to to help and to heal because um a lot a lot of you are, are struggling and um And so to, to be able to provide that, you know, platform to, to reach people is, is bigger than myself. It's bigger than whatever I have to go through to, to get in front of the camera, my nerves and and all of that. And, um, and so it's, it's its own reward, and like anything, if you expose yourself enough, you're gonna you're gonna callous. And uh, I think I'm just getting at that point where, you know, it's you know it's starting to blister over a bit, and then that tough skin is gonna come in right yeah. after. So I mean, I'm just you know starting to feel find my pace with it, and um, and that came from just committing to it once a week, and uh, no matter what.
1: I think half half the battle in doing stuff like this is just showing up. <laughs> for real, just showing up and being there, you know. Uh I think when it comes to doing stuff for anybody but yourself, that's what it is, you know. Just fucking show mm-hmm. up, man. I mean, you don't even got to do your best job, just be there, you know, and uh with with time, you know, obviously you adjust. I mean, I've seen um I think it was that big Apple Michael, um, interview you did. Mm-hmm. I think, was that the first one you did? Yeah, that was the first one. And you were, he was interviewing you, you were on his, uh, yeah, yeah that's right. He was,
0: he was on my channel, but he was interviewing me.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like you can tell, you know, you can tell that you've adjusted, you know, and I told you this last evening, um, through, through message, um, you know, that's one of the biggest things for me too, is, uh, fuck man i gotta listen to myself talk i gotta go back over this (laughs) like i say some stupid shit i get so fucking cringed out but you know i I gotta learn to be okay with that i gotta learn to be able to love myself and accept myself for that moment in time because you know i'm always gonna change you know i'm always going to adjust i'm always going to overcome and i think um doing something like this and like what you're doing um you know, that you get a lot of benefit from that too. And it's hard earned, you know, it's not easy. I mean, you know, there's a lot of that fighting in between and doubting yourself and having that hesitation. Did I say the right thing? Did I say the wrong thing? Are they going to like mm-hmm. this and blah, blah, blah. You know, am I going to piss somebody off? There's a lot of that, but I think, um I think for me, the biggest part is just accepting myself and knowing that I'm not perfect and not acting like I am, you know, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, saying the wrong thing is probably what goes through my mind the most.
1: <laughs> Whatever, <man. laughs> like, I'll apologize. You know what I mean? I'm not too proud to apologize, man. If I say something that's going to piss somebody off and I, and I can look back at it and be like, you know what, though? Oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. I'll, I'll apologize, you know. But um, <clears throat> I think with me trying to watch what I say, it takes a lot of the 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 genuine aspect out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand there's a lot because I'm not, I'm not a professional here. You know, I'm not, I don't have fucking big old chemistry. This is just me in my own little magic room. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, so I don't, I don't really expect that to be honest with you. Um, so I, I try to, I try to just be as open as I can and understanding it and know that I'm going to, I'm going to end up doing those things that I fear, you know, but I have to just own it, own up to it, you know? Um, if I do see that it was something that, um, shouldn't have been said or whatever, then it's just a matter of apologizing, you know, but, you know, there's always going to be people, excuse me, people too, that, that they don't agree with you at all, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and we have to live with those people on this earth, this rock, you know, and it just goes back to accepting them as well. Mm -hmm.
0: And I think, I think like most things being genuine and, uh, you know, your authenticity will shine through you know, whatever, you know, state you're in, that's, you know, even conversations on, on the street or your actions or your business. If you are true to your intentions, then it's going to resonate with people.
1: Yeah. But don't you kind of think that that's a little bit of a byproduct of people being online and being anonymous, you know? Um, mm. I mean, think about YouTube. Right? Everybody knows the fucking comment section of YouTube is just full of fucking comedians. <laughs> and and some foul shit gets said too, you know. But um you you re, if you think about it, you know, these people don't know you. You don't know them. So mm-hmm. it's a different um it's a different game at that point, you know. Mm-hmm. But when you kind of carry yourself as this is who I am whether I'm online or in person, you know, um that definitely shines through. I believe Mm so
0: yeah and i mean i've i've taken the sort of stance that unless you are in the same position as me unless you've stepped behind the camera unless you've exposed yourself unless i can see your face on your you know your profile then we're not we're not operating in the same realm right that's so true you can be whoever you want to be online and you can put whatever persona you want out there, but if you're not actually there, you know, uh, showing that that's who you are, then, I mean, I, I can't necessarily trust that you are that person.
1: Exactly. Right?
0: Yeah. And so why would I take your opinion to heart?
1: True. That's so true. I just, um, you know, I, I I have a little bit of a hard time being online because of that. And, and it's, I mean, it's nothing, it's not against anybody else. It's just one of them things where, you know, in moderation as well, you know, um, there's times being online, it, it can get overwhelming, you know, trying to keep up with shit and trying to, you know, um, keep a conversation going with multiple people but you know whatever you want to you name it you know it can get overwhelming especially on some platforms you know just it is what it is and sometimes unplugging from that shit's great for you man you know Mm -hmm. i just took like a a two-week uh where i just completely just closed everything out was like i'm just gonna be here doing my thing and um it really helped out a lot you know and um it's easy to get stuck on there because you know you walk around with the fucking computer in your pocket nowadays you know
0: and that's that's one of the easiest hacks you can do to sort of realign your mental health because like whether you like to admit it or not going through social media you are you know subconsciously or super consciously comparing yourself to everything you see right like (laughs) I know when I like flip through and I see like dudes growing like massive canopies, like, you know, like I wish I could be doing that, or like you know, like just vacation shit, or like yeah. you know, just something you'd rather be doing at that moment that you're in. It pulls you out of alignment with yourself, and and, true. You know, and so to to unplug from that and take a hiatus is, you know, probably something we should be doing more regularly
1: yeah yeah and see like this whole thing with covid it kind of drives people more onto that you know you see Mm -hmm. i mean it's just like a natural thing now and it's it's what we do which i understand man look i'm not saying that everybody's a piece of shit for doing it not not one bit but i totally understand you know i think um i think though that that for people at a certain age range right now in this point in time um, you remember not having the Internet around when you were young or, mm-hmm. you know, earlier in your life. And, you know, you see younger people who grew up, you know, in the 2000s even, you know, these these they were babies in their mother's wombs and they were being affected by the Internet, you know, mm-hmm. whether it was a, a song their mom was streaming through the Internet, you know, to their belly or whatever, you know. So there's a difference, man. There really is. And there's some people who this is just what it is. You know, um, not for me though, man. <laughs> I get to the point. I get to the point where I could. I could feel myself. You know, becoming that that person hiding behind shit, right? Hiding behind this photo or this screen name, whatever you want to. Uh, you know, you name it. Um, and I and I have to back off, man. You know, because then I start getting out of line with myself. You know, it's true, man. It happens. It'll suck you right out of line.
0: Yeah, for sure. It will.
1: <clears throat> yeah, when uh, when I was growing up,
0: blocking somebody meant taking the phone off the hook, right, and just leaving it on the desk beside, it, right? or just losing their number. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So we yeah. So if you wanted to be incognito, you had to hit star six, seven before. uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) How'd you know about that? (laughs) That's so true, man. It's great. You got kids? You got kids? Uh, I have a daughter, yeah. You got a daughter? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I I mean, same thing. And that's kind of like being a parent kind of adds a whole other layer to this thing, too, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. You you see differences in, in your childhood, you know. And, and a lot of the times, like for me, I, I'm not a big fan of comparing my childhood to my, my children just because my, my number one goal is for them to have a better life, you know. Um, but there are some comparisons like technology is one of the first things, you know. You see just the how prevalent, you know, the use of technology is in a child who's two years old as opposed to, you know, when you were two years old. Uh, it's mind boggling man and and it can get a little scary too man but um i guess another i mean it's kind of the same thing a moderation type thing right
0: yeah and it it becomes difficult to to moderate it with with your children unless you're you know with them 100% of the time um and and it's definitely difficult to monitor the information they're getting and no. you and impossible to monitor how they're perceiving that information, and it's it's scary in the fact that you know when we wanted to know something, uh, we had to open a book, right? We had to find the encyclopedia uh, from Z to or C to D, and, and then like comb through it or go through the index to try and find the page that it was on, right? Whereas like now there's Google and and everybody's an instant expert. You have every answer you want or the ability to, you know, uh, manipulate the answer you want, right? And um, it's, it's like this era of almost misinformation or too much information, and uh, it's, it's scary. Uh, I I'm interested to see how they're going to handle it as, as adults and progress and then the generation that comes after them and how they're going to, um, educate, instruct their children, uh, through, through this, uh, newfound relationship with technology.
1: You know, I, <clears throat> for me, I often feel like, um, like, yeah, my kids have it a lot easier than me, <laughs> but, uh, I, obviously, I, like I said, I, I plan for them to have a better life than me, but there's a, this other aspect too. like once you start getting into psychedelics and questioning things, you know, you start seeing the world in a different light, you know, um, like for me, one of the biggest things was just <clears throat> how much consumerism is pushed in our face like every fucking day, like throughout the day. I mean, you're probably mm-hmm. exposed to so many advertisements, you know. And um, it kind of like molds your mind to be, uh, to become that. And I think for me is uh, when it comes to my children, you know, I got to a point one time, uh, not too long ago where I was like, fuck, you know, I'm like, here I am pulling myself out, out of the fucking matrix, <laughs> you know, and my kids are still there. <laughs> and I had to find a way to, um, to convey that perspective to them, you know, Um, one of the big things too is just like the human element of things right the Mm -hmm. one thing about technology is that it cuts that cuts out that face to face you know the uh, looking people in the eye shaking hands you know just normal shit that people do and uh, that's one thing that I've kind of driven uh, home with them is just you know that's another person on the other side you're talking to there you know Mm -hmm. I mean obviously yeah if you're going to talk shit you're going to talk shit but um, don't don't say something you wouldn't say to their face, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, uh, it's, uh, few and far in between, you know, people like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, technology offers us that, that safety, right. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, uh, those YouTube comments that you mentioned earlier, like be, you would never say that shit in somebody's face. Cause you'd get smacked in the mouth for it. Right. And, and, you know, so it breeds like this, this, like, I don't. it's almost like cowardice, right? Because, yeah. because you're not actually, you wouldn't actually say that shit in real life. And if you are, then, you know, uh, good for you. I mean, then you fucking, you deserve to say it on the internet. But I mean, if, uh, if you wouldn't say that, you know, to your mom, then you probably shouldn't be saying it to anybody.
1: But I think that's an illusion, man i really do i think that nowadays especially anybody could be touched man i think mm-hmm. with a little bit of work you can find out who's who you really can oh, yeah and that's the thing that i tell them is like you never know who's on the other side you know you really mm-hmm. don't and, and i think that even in just real life people you come across you know you don't know who they are either i mean that's not to to scare you but it's just to say like um was it Ram Dass or one of these guys that used to say, you know, the person you meet today, they could be God, you know, <laughs> just mm-hmm. dressed as a human being coming to see you, you know, and that's a really hard thing to kind of keep in mind. But I, <clears throat> you know, I think, um, I don't know. I think for me, that's kind of how I treat everybody I come across, you know, I'm not perfect at all. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll say some stupid shit every now and then and act um, act stupid as well. But, you know, like I said, I always go back to, you know, swallow my pride and just apologize to fucking people, you know?
0: I'm I'm a whole lot faster to apologize these days. And um that was like why I quit drinking. Because I was so tired, so fucking tired of waking up and apologizing for days. Uh, Fucking weeks and promising it would never happen again. And then go back and it'd be good for like a day or a night. And then like you know, two days after that I was back to fucking apologizing. And the amount I say I'm sorry these days is fucking way smaller. Way less. Yeah. And now I apologize for things I did unintentionally for the most part. Right. Yeah. Like like, oh, I misunderstood, or um, you know, I didn't mean to convey it in that way, or I had a, you know, I was uh I was cranky and and i was you know i wasn't aware of my emotions and i shouldn't have done you know said that but those are all you know characteristics of being human right it's not me just like being a wrecking ball in in people's lives and relationships it's it's legitimate and it's authentic when i apologize right i used to have a hard time apologizing and uh, and now it's it's like second nature and it's 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 fluid it's you know it's genuine
1: It's genuine. Yeah. I think that's one of the most important parts of that, man. You know, I think, um, I think last year with COVID, it it brought a lot of, um, mostly negative stuff, you know, but I'm slowly seeing that there's a lot of people that have also been, you know, at the grindstone, you know, they've been, you know, plugging away. They've been, um, launching businesses, websites, um, fucking podcast. everybody, you know, everybody's doing something out there and, (laughs) I think that's one of the silver linings in all of this, you know, there's people that actually took a chance on, you know, those aspirations, those, um, you know, those, uh, yeah, aspirations that they had, you know, the, the ambitions or whatever, you know, um, and I, I think, um, I'm coming across a lot more of those people online. You know, I, I just, even just talking with people on here, you know, people that are doing all kinds of stuff, uh, you know, organizations, um, just groups of people or individuals too, just doing things. And I think, um, <clears throat> you know, I think you're part of that too, you know? Um, yeah. You had your, your time there in that place, you know, with the mold and all that stuff, but you know, you turn that around and, and, and I think that's a, a, a real um, admirable quality is when somebody is, is, is handed lemons, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you fucking, you, you don't stop, you know, you adjust and you, you, you adapt and you overcome obstacles, you know, and you kind of, you make that, that provoke for proverbial lemon juice. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And you know, I'm as hard as like that lockdown and quarantine and everything, losing my job and not knowing where my money was coming from, what that really did for me was just like highlight like this strength I, I had no idea was within me because I had no option but to to work and um, like fucking 16 18 hours a day until something changed and I still work crazy hours right between like my day job uh, running PT uh, I have a substrate business for for Canada and uh, a few other sort of endeavors that I'm involved in it uh I, I hustle and, and not like in a bad way where I'm ripping people off. Like I hustle, like I'm trying to make a change in my life and, and it's not, it's no longer like, Oh, I, I served my, my eight hours at my job. Good enough, you know, like fuck it. I can rest and kick back. It's like, no, I can't, I can't afford my spirit to be put into that position where I'm in stress and in anxiety and like my my livelihood and and well-being is in somebody else's hands because I just rested on my laurels when things were okay. Right. Now, now I have to like it was like a a wake-up call that I just I have to grind to to get comfortable and that's not to say that I'm never going to be, you know, satiated or or feel like that's enough. It's well, you know, I'm still young enough to like really make an impact and I still got energy to do it. So when I come home after my 8 hours of my my labor intensive job, you know, I still got a ton of work to do and and I'm you know, there are days where I don't have that motivation to like to do it like i just want to die on the fucking couch but but like there's that reminder you know like you know either you're going to control your life or somebody else is going to and it starts fucking
1: now that is a big thing you know nothing's ever going to change until you do something about it you know Mm -hmm. um that is one of the biggest things that that i've learned in, in the last decade man i mean even with um psychedelics you know that was and not just me but everybody else uh you that you've spoken to people that i've spoken to um you know t- to take it into their own hands and say you know I- i'm gonna take care of myself i'm gonna mm-hmm. take care of my own stuff what i want i want to be the change that, that i want to see you know mm-hmm. i think that's that's a hell of a, of a of a perspective man i think that's um it's a beautiful thing man and, and it <laughs> it's not easy, you know, it's, it's well earned, you know, mm-hmm. it really is, man. Yeah. With, with blood and tears. Fuck, fuck. yeah. <laughs> a lot of emphasis on the tears for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, I was crying earlier today, but yeah, it's, uh, fuck. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where you, you got to be forged in fire and um, because if if you're hanging out, you know, on the sidelines watching it happen, you know, no, nobody's coming to fucking save you. Nobody's coming to fix your situation. You know, you you're you're hoping to win the lottery, but you're not buying a ticket. You know, yeah. and so the first step is, you know, buy a ticket in yourself. Invest in yourself. Figure yeah. out what you're good at, what you love to do. You know. You know, if you if you like to, you know, uh, paint pictures or fucking make soap or, you know, mandalas or or um, macrame or, or, you know, if you're a creative person and you paint or or, you know, like you like to build furniture or you know, you're into technology, just find out something that you like to do as a hobby and then just pour yourself into that. And there are going to be steps along the way where you fucking hate that shit and you regret starting it and trying to make a business out of it or side hustle. But I mean, it, it will be its own reward once Once you see, not necessarily the profit in your pocket, but the change that's made within yourself in order to to make that happen, right? Because you know, I could I could make a million bucks selling substrate, and I wouldn't be necessarily patting myself on the back for making those financial gains. It would be it would be all those fucking you know afternoons in 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 the workshop and the weekends and the fucking you know just the the grind and and not that the business had created something that it had created something within me and that change would be tangible and that i could see that and that sense of pride that that brings up for you is is way Pays way higher dividends than a paycheck ever will.
1: Oh yeah, it does. <clears throat> and I mean, it's 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 like you said, it's it's an investment in oneself. You know, it really is. I think, um, you know, doing stuff like that just kind of shapes you to be a more optimal self. You know, uh, you can't be that same old dude who is smoking weed at his mom and dad's house in their teens and shit you know but you have to grow the fuck up you really have to you know get out there and do the work you know and um man i applaud everybody who's out there doing that man um it's yeah. because of people like that that keeps the world turning man you mm-hmm. know otherwise everybody's just you're just being a fucking consumer man i mean that's that's the bottom line you know i i know i i i bring it back to that but um uh, that's something that has really stood out to me um, is that fucking consumerism aspect of of, of things now, you know, um, constant advertising, constant being told what to buy and what's the best this and what's the best that and man, I've really I've really kind of driven away as much as I can. I mean, obviously, I live in a city. So you know, it's hard to escape stuff like that. But um I think uh, finding the quality in things and including yourself, you know, balances that and, and offsets that you know.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you don't you don't get to die with the things you own nobody bears you with your fucking tv or your bentley right like
1: i'm sure some yeah. people do though <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah 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 i mean like so i mean the only things you really are guaranteed to die with are your fucking tattoos right <laughs> until, until as well. I don't know, like those. Those are a good places to start. But at the same time, nobody, you know, stands up at your funeral and says, "Damn, he had a lot of nice shit," right? <laughs> they, they don't. Nobody's like, ah, "I wish I had his car." No, they talk about who you were, yeah, right, and who you were to those people and your actions and how you affected them. And for a long time, I was afraid of the story they would tell at my funeral. And since I've realized that fear existed. I've been you know running towards changing my story at my funeral and and you know nobody stands up and gives a eulogy of, of the truth right yeah. they, they talk about um, you know the memory they want to keep within themselves of, of the person that has passed. And if you know if there was a eulogy that you know said the truth, it, it wouldn't sound very good for me. And so I wanted to to absolutely change that story and I wanted to do it on a big scale. I wanted to change the memory of, of who I am and, um, and what my intentions were. And that, you know, there was a period of my life where I was troubled and misguided, you know, by myself and, and, um, and lost, but I did this, you know, 180 and, and was able to cultivate the man that that I was supposed to be all along, but never forgetting those lessons that I learned along the way.
1: (laughs) Most definitely, man. So when it comes to, uh, these plant medicines or or psychedelics, what is like, um, what is your biggest take back from them? Like a lesson learned or or even perspective or, you know,
0: (laughs) um that's a loaded question for sure
1: (laughs) it makes for good conversation man (laughs) Uh,
0: i mean damn that that i mean that humans are capable of so much more than we know or that we're aware of i think that at one point in history we were capable of a lot more in that our you know our focus of advancement wasn't, wasn't on technology or, you know, building, uh, ha- inhabitable structures or, or, um, or, um, medical science, but, um, but instead cultivating, uh, the symbiosis between spirit and body. And that, um, we are somewhat limited in our physical growth and our relationship with our body based on the system that was installed before you and I were born. And so we are, you know, um, we are taught to believe that this is it, right. That, you know, if you have a conversation with somebody, um, they imagine that we're, we're the pinnacle of evolution. That humans in their bodies have finished evolving, and, and you know we're good. You know, no, nothing more is going to happen. And and you know that is not the case, right? Um, and I think there needs to be a restoration of of that belief and i think that with this sort of psychedelic awakening that's happening or a renaissance that's going on that there is going to be a paradigm shift of that relationship uh with ourselves and our and our physical self and it's 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 you know as far as like How to convey that physic that that sort of knowing into speech uh, through a a psychedelic experience? Everybody knows it's fucking stupid, difficult, but um, but but that um, that we are, you know, essential. That consciousness is light, and that it can be, um, it can travel and. You can essentially uh, communicate with other consciousness as, you know, anybody who's, you know, really deep dived into psychedelics will see, um, will see the essence or beings of of things, people, you know, plants, animals, in that you can communicate without using words that, you know, an energy expression, um, can be can be read and and exchanged with, with other uh, beings, whether they're uh, sentient or, or or conscious or or whatnot, and and that the human body is essentially like um, a battery and a radio broadcast signal, and so you can emit different frequencies of, of your energy depending on, you know, where you're at in in your own mind and uh, where your attitude is. And so if you've ever been in a in a in a room where, you know, somebody who's always sort of like the you know the 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 life of the party they walk in and you know the mood sort of lifts up and everybody you know there's just that like elevation or you can be that person who's like always fucking bitter and you walk into the room and, and you know everybody you can feel the air get dense and um and that's that's sort of just like the tip of the iceberg. is just is that that energy expression. I think you can you know um, you can attune that and and you know Reiki being an example of that 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 um, you can you can create and cultivate that. And if you were to start uh, teaching children at a much younger age how to to manipulate that and, and create um that um that skill um that it could be much further developed uh through through adolescence and d- adulthood and then to sort of perpetuate that down the uh down the line of humans
1: now reiki you said a reiki right that's a <clears throat> like um god i don't even know how to explain, i don't really know too much about it i know um I know there's a lot of different interpretations of it, but it's kind of just working with like energy, right. Uh, within our, our own bodies, right. Mm-hmm. Something similar.
0: Yeah. It's, it's essentially like a projection of, of energy to heal someone who's not necessarily, you know, right beside you.
1: I see. Yeah. Yeah. I did. a I did a session a couple of months behind back. Um, maybe I didn't understand it as much myself, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, who, who am I to say? Right. Um, but yeah, man. I, I, now, have you ever had, uh, an experience where you met entities, uh, on the other side or something like that with uh psilocybin or DMT or anything like that?
0: Yeah. Uh, one. And it, it didn't go very well.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah. It was, <clears throat> uh, uh malevolent i think i dipped my toe a little too deep into the pool <laughs> and that was like my warning right i was like all right you know you're not you're not ready uh back the fuck up and mm-hmm. then i took that you know with uh with the the most amount of conscious you know um impact and, and dialed everything uh a fair amount back so
1: you know what's crazy is I've had a few of those, man, and and it's only because, because my my dumbass kept going back to make sure. You know I had to make sure. <laughs> I had to make sure I got the message right. <laughs> I paid for it though, man. It was a bitch.
0: <laughs> I, I was, you know, I was. My girlfriend was home at the time, and like I'm good to like journey on myself, and I yeah. was like, hey, "Babe, I'm gonna fucking die." She's like, even die." <laughs> and like those words would like never come out of my mouth on the on the journey and uh the next day she's like so how do you feel i was like i don't know how to feel but i gotta go back in and find out what the fuck that was
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel you man
0: and uh and uh yeah, that was met with a bunch of caution and uh, resistance from her. She's like, yeah, you're you're fucking nuts. But I mean, I think it was like two weeks or something, and I uh, I went back in, but very very cautiously for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah, I, I've had that with DMT, man. Where, oh, just felt like that thing was just trying to break every single being in my body, man. And it was just, it was. Um, it was like spiritually painful i mean that's like the only way i can explain it man it was uh, it was a true beat down man <laughs> but you know i got i got what i needed so um i i've yet to be back to the to the dmt room from that but um um let me ask you so uh you got the 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 website you got the whole um community going um what do you got going right now that maybe you may like to highlight or maybe something uh for the future like what's in store for the uh, tribesmen
0: you know i think i've found pace with it i think i've found my niche um the podcast allows me to to be present and um make an impact without having to be on social media all the time Right. So in the beginning, I was like a stress case about it. I'd be on my phone worrying about followers and like, am I making an impact? Do people like me and all, you know, all, all those things that sort of like come along with with starting something on social media. And now now I, you know, I don't even look at followers. I you know i I know I'm over, you know, 5K, but. I'm not out there trying to create content to to pull people in. that's that's not my objective because that sort of consumed me for a long time and it it sucks, right? Like And yeah. then at one point, I was like, well, you know, document things, uh, don't create them. and and then that offered some some uh, alleviation from that. But now it's just like, you know I I step on you know once a week and do the podcast I make make that impact and I feel good about it I feel great about it afterwards now and and so I think I'd like to uh, because it's filmed on Instagram live it's it's very raw and unedited I'd like to to you know um, so, you know, take some guidance from you on, on how I can up my game on, uh, on my podcast and maybe get some intros and edit it a little bit and, mm. and you know, make it more palatable. Mm-hmm. Whereas like with, with the IG Live, it's like, oh, you're, you're, on the, uh, you're on the web. You might as well just pop in, right? And so yeah. step up production a little bit and dial it in. I'd like to um, reach out and get um, some some high profile guests and try and rope them in, and uh, see if I can't get more traction with it. And um, and as far as the tribe goes, I mean, things are going really well. I mean, I thought I would be facing a lot more conflict, um, but it seems that uh, I'm living up to my intentions and that's you know that's phenomenal and rewarding in itself so i think at this point i'm not exactly sure on how to push it forward or, or if i should right and and what direction that would look like i mean initially i would like to have some sort of platform of uh, influence when uh, psilocybin is decriminalized or or uh, legalized in Canada to sort of help shape what that looks like and to to sort of keep keep the power of um, you know cultivation in the the hands of the people who need it, not uh, not sectioned out to the highest bidder or you know people with uh, requiring a license or you know um, you know sort of that. Um, legislative side of things that that it stays as an all access pass to to anybody who grows them and and ultimately i feel like it's going to stay that way no matter what the 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 law does because it's uh, so easy to to conceal it and um and so there's there's always that sort of piece of um, comfort in knowing that but um, Ultimately, uh, it would be amazing if people didn't have to worry about going to jail for this shit. I mean, for for simply trying to heal themselves. And, um, and that, you know, that, that is um, sort of like a I don't know what the word is but but almost like a hidden agenda for myself is is to is to be a person of influence when when the laws are are being rolled out and that. And so um, yeah I think I'm just pushing forward and collecting more tribe members creating a better resource um, and um, yeah I'm not uh, I'm not too sure but I'm I'm excited to find out what it is.
1: Just keep plugging away. Yeah. I mean, if everything's going fine, there's, you know, that's what it is. And you just keep doing what you do, man. You know, I, I'm a big fan of people like you, such as yourself and um, organizations like that, man, this is why I do what I do. And this is why I, I you know, have people on and, and have conversations for myself too, you know, just mm-hmm. to learn about what other people are doing and draw inspiration from that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure that a lot of other people can as well.
0: hmm and you know based on the on the work that uh, you're doing and that the platform is doing i mean you're all part of it as well right like dmt worlds yeah. in the drive and, and i'm i'm fucking proud to represent you guys and, and be a part of it
1: right i can, appreciate it
0: yeah, yeah i applaud you guys for for what you're doing so it's really it like
1: up. It's really like finding the others, you know, it really is like we're all in this together, you know, it's just uh, reaching out and, and, and having these, you know, shaking your hand and be like, hey, how's it going, man? <laughs> I mean, it really is. If you think about the time, it's, we may not be very famous, very prominent figures in the industry, but the fact of the matter is, you know, you're doing something, you know, whether you're a vendor, whether you're somebody who's creating content in this type of community, you're part of that bigger picture that We all are, you know, and I think that's a, that's a hell of a thing, man.
0: And, uh, yeah, I have like four or five items of your merch in my cart, right? (laughs) (laughs) You guys have so much. I am like, fuck, I don't know which one to (laughs) pick.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff there, man.
0: Yeah. It looks sick.
1: So, um, listen, man, uh, anything, anything, um, any kind of support you need, man, I'm here, you know, where I'm at. Um, like I said, uh, I, I really support what you're doing there. And then, um, so you've got the website, the psilocybin tribesmen, uh is it .com? Yeah. .com. Mm-hmm. And then why don't you give us uh, what you got going on, on on Instagram and so forth?
0: Sure, yeah. So, so website Uh Instagram is, again, psilocybentribesmen.com. Um, we were on Facebook, but we're not active. I fucking hate Facebook. So it, it's just a regurgitation of, of, uh, of Instagram. Um, you can you know, watch out for our upcoming posts on dmtworld.net, That's nice. I have full intention of being a more active member of the community. And then, uh, through, through the website, um, you can reach any one of our, you know, 30 plus vendors, um, and uh, and yeah again reiterate anybody wants to make a blog post by all means hit me up psilocybin tribesman at gmail.com it's you know like send them, I want to hear them, I want to read them and I want to help you make a difference so. Um, by all means. And then if anybody, you know, wants to, to come out on the podcast, if you, you have a story and you want to, to, um, make an impact and, and maybe change somebody's lives, by all means, hit me up, send me a message and let's, let's talk and get a dialogue going.
1: And then every Saturday morning, uh, 10, 10 Pacific Standard time, uh,
0: 9.00 AM 9. Pacific.
1: So you do the live stuff on, on Instagram. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I really, really enjoyed you coming on here, man. Uh, I'm really thankful for you to take time out of your day. Um, before we end this here, is there anything you'd like to say to anybody uh, listening right now?
0: Um, I mean, I got, you know, I'll, I'll hit somebody up and and let them know how I feel immediately. So I don't think (laughs) there's anything left withstanding. So, I mean, I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on an invite and, um, and silly maiko too he was like one of the first people who messaged me and and put me in your direction and (laughs) uh, and yeah shout out to him spend love (laughs) and uh you know the the dmt worlds um community um i appreciate you guys taking the time out to to hear a bit about myself and what i'm trying to do and um and also for appointing uh Pointing you as their spokes spokesperson and their public figure because uh, you're doing an amazing job, man. Keep uh, keep hacking at it. And you're, uh, you're making a difference for sure.
1: Appreciate that very much, man. Um, again, thanks for coming on, man. And I appreciate you dude, very much.
0: I appreciate you, too. If you are
1: busy, some